The Disturbing Story of Susan Smith, the Mother Who Drowned Her Children in a Lake Susan Lee Smith of South Carolina strapped her boys into her car, drove straight into John D. Long Lake, and then blamed it all on a black man in October 1994. Susan Smith experienced unspeakable tragedy from a young age. Her father committed suicide when she was six years old, and she attempted suicide at the age of 13. Smith's new stepfather began to molest her after her mother remarried. She married David Smith at the age of 19 to start her own family after being plagued by lifelong trauma. But in 1994, she destroyed her own family by murdering her children. David and Susan Smith's marriage was troubled by mutual infidelity. Meanwhile, David had no idea she suffered from depression and dependent personality disorder. He also had no idea that his wife had been dumped by a wealthy South Carolina man because he didn't want children. This is what drove Susan Smith to drown her own children. Susan Smith's children, 3-year-old Michael and 14-month-old Alexander, joined her for a drive one day in October 1994. She then purposefully rolled her car into John D. Long Lake in Union County, South Carolina, and abandoned them to die. Furthermore, she told police that a black man had kidnapped her and the children inside her car. But her lies eventually came crashing down, revealing the horrifying truth about what happened to Susan Smith's children. Susan Lee Vaughn was born on September 26, 1971, in Union, South Carolina, as the youngest of three children and the only girl. Tragic events occurred in 1977, when her father, Harry Ray, committed suicide. Susan dealt with her grief by keeping his coin collection and an audio recording of her father's voice, but she attempted suicide when she was 13 years old. When her mother, Linda, married Beverly C. Russell Jr., it appeared that the family's fortunes were improving. Russell, a divorced father of three, was a successful stockbroker and a member of both the Republican Party and the Christian Coalition in South Carolina. He was molesting his 15-year-old stepdaughter at home fondling her breasts and genitals. Susan reported the abuse to her high school guidance counselor and her mother in 1987, when she was 16 years old. Linda confronted her husband on the subject. He swore he would never do it again and agreed to family therapy, but he continued to abuse Susan, who revealed this in February 1988. She attempted suicide again later that year. Susan, who worked part-time at a Winn-Dixie supermarket, was overwhelmed after an older married co-worker ended an affair with her and attempted suicide by swallowing an overdose of aspirin. Doctors labeled her behavior as adjustment disorder and blamed it on stress. Susan Vaughn told her psychiatrist in 1989 that her affair with her stepfather was mutual. Susan expressed her dissatisfaction with her mother receiving all of the male attention. She would eventually find an appropriate partner in David Smith a fellow Winn-Dixie supermarket employee who was raised by strict parents as a Jehovah's Witness. After only about a year of dating, they married. The 19-year-old bride was already two months pregnant with her first child, Michael, and her 20-year-old groom had lost a brother to Crohn's disease and witnessed his father attempt suicide within a year. They both came from beleaguered families, but their own family would turn out to be a dissatisfactory one as well. The Smiths began arguing and cheating on each other almost as soon as they were married. 
Susan Smith's most passionate extramarital affair occurred in 1993 with a newfound employee at Conso Products. In January 1994, she began sleeping with her boss's son, Tom Findlay. But the rich, handsome 27-year-old called it quits with her in October, writing Smith a letter clarifying that he wasn't ready for a relationship with children. They had a particularly distressing conversation on October 25. Smith was upset because David knew, or so she thought, some information that he was going to make public that upset her, according to Findlay. It's unclear what this was, but it was later revealed that Smith had continued to have sexual relations with her ex-stepfather. He then asked Findlay to leave after insulting her by claiming she had slept with his father. Three hours later, she resolved that if Findlay didn't want children, she would remove her own children from the picture. Susan Smith piled her children into her 1990 Mazda protege and drove away three hours later. She rolled her car into John D. Longlake as she approached it, then fled the scene, leaving her two children to drown. She then reported her car stolen and her children missing, even claiming that a black man had kidnapped her and taken her sons. She went on television for nine days, pleading tearfully for their safe return. However, with police suspicious of her flimsy story, Smith finally relented and confessed to what she'd done on November 3. Her trial began shortly after that. Smith's defense attorney, David Bruck, argued that her actions were motivated by mental illness brought on by her father's suicide, sexual abuses, and emotional rejections. Thomas Pope, the lead prosecutor, painted a very different picture. He claimed Smith was a murderous manipulator who murdered her children in order to reclaim Findlay's love. On July 22, 1995, the jury, apparently unconvinced by Smith's defense, deliberated for two and a half hours and quickly found her guilty. Susan Smith was sentenced to life in prison after being convicted of two counts of first-degree murder. Susan Smith is currently imprisoned at the Leth Correctional Institution in Greenwood, South Carolina. Her behavior behind bars has only increased her notoriety as she has been caught smoking marijuana and sleeping with a corrections officer. She broke her decades-long silence in 2015 with a letter to South Carolina's The State, apologizing for the crimes that landed her in prison in the first place. It's been difficult listening to lie after lie and not being able to defend myself, the letter said. To put it mildly, it's frustrating. What bothers me the most is that people believe I harmed my children in order to be with a man. That couldn't be further from the truth. There was no motive because the event was not even planned. I wasn't thinking straight. Even now, Susan Smith maintains that the harm she inflicted on her children was the result of a brief, albeit violent, lapse in her normal mental state. Though public opinion has largely sided with the prosecution, the state will have to consider Smith's pleas in 2024 when she will be eligible for parole. After learning about the murder of Susan Smith's children, what are your thoughts on this incident? Do follow for more interesting crime stories.